Want to be sure you always look your best? The Reflections LED Rose Gold Makeup Mirror from Conair makes it easy with all the features you need to groom and apply makeup with precision. Lifetime LED lighting won't ever dim or diminish. No replacement bulbs needed. One-time magnification provides a full view or 10 times magnification for close-up tweezing and details. Designed with a beautiful rose gold finish, the mirror rotates at 360 degrees with a 7.5-inch viewing surface to attend to every feature. Makes a great gift. Go to Conair.com for the Reflections LED Rose Gold Makeup mirror now my husband was 35 years old he wasn't supposed to die are you holly kennedy if i am will you sing at me yes no i'm not oh, i could get reported by who the leprechaun union i got a delivery what is this Surprise! I have a plan. I've written you letters. Letters that will be coming to you all sorts of ways. Now you must do what I say, okay? This Christmas, I hereby free you. He gave her the gift. He needs to get a little crazy, so just go out and celebrate tonight. Of a life without him. Make sure my baby has a good time. I want you to take her fishing. worry about you remembering me. Life had changed doesn't mean you knew it. And now it's changed again, love. Academy Award winner, Hilary Swank, Jared Butler, Lisa Kudrow, Harry Connick Jr., Gina Gershon, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, and Academy Award winner, Kathy Bates. I feel like Jerry's guiding me. Do you think that's silly? I wish I had someone dead telling me what to do. P.S. I love you. Hello and welcome to A Very Merry Iconic Podcast. It's not Christmas season, although I feel like it's Christmas year-round, oftentimes. Yes. I'm here with uh, my co-host, Jenna Brister. Jenna, how are you? Oh, I'm fabulous. How are you, Danny? I'm so good. I'm so excited good. we're doing this. A little extra mid-year bonus episode. Yeah, back by popular demand. <laughs> we just can't stay away. We're like, there's more holidays, right? We can just keep doing this. I know, uh-huh. just do yeah. holidays. Yeah. Our cover art's not yeah. going to change. No, it's not. <laughs> we're still going to be wrapped in a wreath. <laughs> Yuletide fabulous. But I think we both wanted to like, get together yes. and record something, and it was... It made me laugh because we were talking about what to do. And originally, we were going to do Valentine's Day for val- the movie Valentine's which I watched. Day. Which I've, you've watched all of these movies, and I keep like canceling or like, I don't know, like, we just we haven't been able to we get busy. schedule. You've been on tour, which is awesome. But you, I mean, you're super busy too. So we just haven't been able to get together. Yeah. And so it was like Valentine's Day passed. Gone. And then we were going to do the movie Leap Year. <laughs> you watched the movie Leap Year. Yeah. And then we're like, and gone. Then we missed Leap Year. Yeah. Uh, and Which is so, fun that that even happened this year. That's such a bonus. I know. That we, we actually do it. have one. Well, yeah. so maybe next Four year. Four years from now, we'll do this again. <laughs> we'll, we'll still be going. So in 2024. In, in 2024, we'll cover Leap Year. We almost did it this year. <laughs> yes. We even went to our Instagram account and we were like, so what do you guys want? Leap Year? And then here we are. And we said, do you want Leap Year or for Spring Break? We'll do or Spring, spring breakers. breakers. And here we are doing neither. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> spring Breakers is a good idea, though. I haven't seen that movie. It's it's crazy. Yeah. But it's also very dark. Okay. I, you know, I think it could go either way. I think like that kind of recap would be, re- we would probably laugh a lot because it's insane. Like James Franco's character is truly jaw dropping. It's like, what is he oh, doing? Yeah. He's based off Riff Raff, that rapper, <laughs> so, that white rapper with like, white person cornrows it's so shocking <laughs> yeah. to me like what everyone is doing in that movie and it's all so dark and gritty like overly dark and gritty like to the point where it's like that's not how it, it's not realistic do they get like sex trafficked or something like that is it like uh i don't quite remember that okay, okay. all i the only thing that sticks out i only saw it one time but the only thing that sticks out is like there's like a gun moment where like hmm. james franco's like 
giving a blowjob to a gun. It's oh, a very, wow. uh, it's a, okay. No weird. one's from, yeah. Mine was much more wholesome it's than that. It's not like from Justin to <laughs> Kelly where they go on for a spring break and just dance and sing. It's yeah. very different. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, on this episode, we're going to be talking about P.S. I love you, mm-hmm. which the idea for that was that it's St. Patrick's day. Yeah. Because he's a uh, Scottish, Irish. but he plays an Irish man. Yeah. Gerard Butler. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And so, it's, it's sort of holiday. There's it's related. No, there's no St. Patrick's Day, but there is an Irish connection. Yeah. And that's where they meet in the movie. Yes. Right? Yeah. Okay. And it makes sense because uh, it's on Netflix. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> so, we also thought it'd be accessible for people. If you want to go watch it before listening, go do it. If not, just listen to us. Yeah. We're going to talk about this crazy movie. This crazy movie. Which, you're right. So, you read the book. I read the book before the movie. I like a good rom-com book. And I remember yeah. loving the book. Oh, and then I was so excited when they were doing the movie. But... I Hillary Swank, which this was like one of the big critiques of the movie, was that she was miscast, and I felt that way too. I, yeah. I was like mad when she was cast, and I love Hillary Swank. Me too, but it seemed odd. And as I was watching it, I, I said out loud, "I was like, where's Catherine Heigl?'" And if that made, <laughs> if you end up saying that, like Where it's just she? the wrong. She was yeah. filming a Zequel commercial. Or, or the cat litter. You yeah. Know, she's doing that stuff now. <laughs> and also Gerard too. Like I, this might be an unpopular opinion, but I do not find him attractive, but there are four leading men in this movie, which I thought was bonkers. Yeah. There's like Harry Connick Jr. And then who I thought was Javier Bardem until about you text, two hours in. You texted and I was like, me Javier Bardem and I, I was like, wait a minute. This was before I rewatched it. And I yeah. was like, I don't think he's in that. Yeah. And I was like <laughs> convinced it was him. And I was like, is this around No Country for Old Men? I was like, oh, it's Jeffrey Dean Morgan. My bad. Jeffrey, the guy from Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. Who's also really who, cute. Another Katherine Heigl connection. Yes. Which I'll yes. never forget watching that season two of Grey's Anatomy finale in a college dorm room. Like the yeah. whole floor was watching when she cuts the LVAT wire and he dies. Oh. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Yeah, but it's it's good to see what people are doing. You know, you mentioned Gerard Butler and not being attracted to him, and I felt the <laughs> same way forever. Mm-hmm. Except for when I rewatched it. I kind of like was into him a little bit in a weird way, even though it sounds like he's got a spoonful of peanut butter in his mouth and the accent goes in and yes, out. Yes, he's got the Katie Holmes like side tossing. <laughs> um, and I've seen him in the wild because he lives on the west side. So I've, I was on a beach run one time and he was coming towards me and he had wild hair. And I was like, oh, that's Gerard Butler. And he's like fine in person. I feel like he's ugly in person. Yeah. That's yeah. mean to say, that's but me, it's true. Yeah, I was like, he's facts fine. Are facts. Um, but I had never seen this movie until last night. And I felt like someone took a story and they put it in like a ninja bullet and then blended it up and then shot it and then showed it to us because none of it made sense also harry connick jr's i love him from hope yeah like i I still i still you know yeah yeah but um his character was so mean it was like this is pre-gaslighting being like a common thing he was they meet at the funeral oh yeah so lights up She's up. in love with Gerard. She, They're fighting. They and it's a, interesting to me that they started the movie with a fight. Yes. Like they, and I sort of appreciate that because it was like the rest of the movie, she kind of worships him mm-hmm. after he's passed, but it's, they are fighting that whole time. And I think they're trying to show us that there's levels to this relationship. Yes. Right. Like yes. as a s- screenwriting, that's what I would imagine. Mm-hmm. They had to pack all the drama. It, usually we get that at the end of the movie, but we got it at the start. And I was like, these guys hate each other. And that, <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> that accent, too. I, oh. There's one point where he's like, I've written your letters. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't understand probably 70% of the dialogue. I would have to such, rewind it and then I put on captions by, or the, the subtitles. I was like, a, I can't read. I can't understand it. Such a I've vic- written your letters. I've written your letters. <laughs> like he's the fucking Lucky Charms guy or yeah. something. Like. And then Kathy Bates, her mom, it was like three weeks after the funeral and they're like you need to get over it they're like you know like three weeks is not that long to get over you know your first i think they try to 
make it sound like later he was the only person she ever slept with. In the book, I think it's just there's more time to like spread out mm-hmm. and they have to cut it down. The movie they had to put into like a two hour thing. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it just moves so weird. It's weirdly paced. Yes. Yeah. And at the funeral, it was a bizarre funeral because then they're at this <gasps> Irish pub and I was like, who owns this? I was asking so many questions. We're at the pub. Wait, we're I can't do we're it. at the pub. My favorite <laughs> pub in, in New York City, known for their, you know, Irish pubs. Um, they have some great ones. But yeah, I think then at one point she was like, she goes behind the bar and she's like barbacking her own husband's funeral because she's I like, know. I don't want to talk to people anymore. So Which she's like I cleaning glasses. Yeah. I was like, this is bizarre. And wait, she's supposed to be 30 in that. Yes. Which, that's very upsetting to me. Like more than anything else in the film, more than the lead character dying, mm-hmm. I was more upset that we're trying to present her as 30 because I don't know. I, 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 maybe... I just saw it years ago or something, but Hillary Dank, uh, Hillary Dank, <laughs> Hillary Dank does not scream 30 to me. No. Even in this film, when it, which was filmed in 2007. Yeah. And I looked it up and I think she was 34 at the time, but okay. still, but I mean, still that's 30. also IMDb, which is never right. Yeah. yeah. It's always a few years off. Yeah. Like, everyone lies about their age on there. Yeah. So she's probably 38. Yeah. <laughs> but the best part about it, the entire movie was Lisa Kudrow, mm. sex positive, hitting on everybody at all times. At, at the, the funeral, funeral. like... One guy doesn't have a job. The other guy gay. The other one bald. bald. Like, it's like, like <laughs> she, she's just looking for that dick. And then until all the time, it was like, a, what was that? Uh, the Goldilocks and the Three Bears. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's what Lisa's character is based on. Yeah, and the, and then Gina Gershon was the other BFF. And then <laughs> which, the- by the way, neither one of them thirty. No. Neither one of them because no. two thousand seven. That was way after Friends yes. ended, and so I know Lisa in particular. They had her like thirtieth on Friends. Yeah, it was bizarre. I feel like they should have just been like, we are 40. We're in our 40s. Yeah, let's change it. Because later in that rowboat scene, there's a lot of physical comedy in this movie, too. Like, Hilary Swank was like, fell while doing karaoke. That scene was like, wait, let's go back to that scene. So the karaoke scene was in the trailer. Yeah. And okay, so I don't know if you have this, but I have these movies that I go on YouTube and I watch the trailers for, and Mm -hmm. I really like the trailers, and I don't always care for the movies. Yes. Like The uh, Time Traveler's Wife. It's a Rachel McAdams, Eric Bana. Don't even see it. Just watch the trailer. (laughs) Okay, yeah. But it's like a very emotional, it's like you get everything packed into the two and a half minutes of the Mm -hmm. trailer, and it's emotional. Like certain ones, the Time Traveler's Time Traveler's Wife. That trailer makes me cry. Like when I just need a good two and a half minute emotional mm-hmm. moment. Mm-hmm. And P.S. I Love You is also one of those. Mm-hmm. And it's got like a good soundtrack in the trailer. But I always hate when they do the karaoke scene in the P.S. I Love You trailer because she, it, they make it so wacky. It's like this is a movie about this woman who lost the love of her life mm-hmm. at a young age. Mm-hmm. And then he's telling her, get on stage and do the karaoke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you won't do it at a hundred dollars. You know, I cannot do accents. <laughs> the ghost is telling her to do the karaoke. And then she just falls and has this like wacky pratfall that is not even filmed properly. Like no. it, who filmed that? It's like the worst comedic pratfall yeah. I've ever There's seen. There's never like a jumble of wires on a stage where people are performing. Like that would never happen. It would never happen. It's yeah. just like so weird. She just <laughs> twirls into a bunch of wires. It's like, who's the stage managing this karaoke bar? Yeah. I think too, like there are all these moments and I think that's why I was so confused about this. Maybe I should go back and read the book because I felt like he was challenging her at all these weird times. And then um, they like weren't, I didn't believe the love story, maybe mm. because of the actors or whatever, but I was like, Between this is Hillary just, and Gerard? Yeah. Or, yeah. Also, he wore so much jewelry. I think I sent you a photo of this. The man had layered necklaces. There was one long one that went past his nipples and then one shorter one. And then he had like 
eight chunky bracelets. A lot of bracelet work. And then he had rings. He had a, the Irish wedding ring and then like a thumb ring. And I was like, what? And she didn't have any jewelry except for her wedding ring. And I was like, who styled this? Someone just went to Claire's and was like, throw it on Gerard. <laughs> exactly. And then I think also the not Javier Bardem had a necklace on too. I always look for that. Whenever people are making love in movies and they have necklaces on and they're a man, I'm like, this oh, is yeah. a specific choice. Even in the Sex and the City movie, uh, not a man, but Carrie wears that big pearl necklace to bed. And I'm like, mm-hmm. who's wearing that to bed? Although I love it. Yeah. In that movie, it works. Yeah. But uh, I will say mm-hmm. that circa early aughts, I was doing a lot of jewelry work. I did yeah. have a thumb ring <laughs> yeah. at one point. I remember like being in maybe high schoolish and then wearing a thumb ring mm-hmm. for a long time. And then also I had some American Eagle jewelry. Yes. Like maybe a, a bracelet, a necklace. Yeah. The bangles. That's what he has in it too, because it was cool. Yeah. You know? But not as aggressively as Gerard <laughs> was wearing in the film. Like he had a lot. He the had, like, layered. A lot. I like also too. Wait, real I, quick. Did you ever wear those like uh, rubber? I was just talking to my friend Hannah about those like jewelry, like the not were they called silly bands or like, snap bracelets? Snap bracelets. Is that the ones where they're long and then you snap them and they no, fold not up those. Around? But yeah, oh, did okay. you? I loved those. Yeah, I had those. I too. loved those. Didn't they like? Uh, they a lot of them at my school once. I think. Yeah, I yeah. think they did. Did they yeah. all, across the country? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? That was the time, right? right? What was going on then? I remember the. Simpler it was like time. no one can bring snap bracelets to school anymore, and it was like yeah. a national thing. Yeah. Um, no, I'm talking about those like rubber ones that my friend and I were talking about them in regards to the Ashley Simpson show. Do you remember Ashley Simpson would wear <gasps> oh. those like? I don't know what the, Ashley Wednesday. I saw yeah, your post. I loved that. But I'm I don't so know what were those. What was it like they? a rubber it was like rubber bracelets? Or, yeah. In, in oh, general, yeah, the, did you wear a silly jewelry? bands? Silly bands. That's, yeah. yeah, yeah. The ones. Yeah, those are cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I didn't ever do those, but I remember that time. Yeah, it was a simpler time. Anyway, Gerard was wearing a lot of silly pants, a lot of a lot of bracelet work, and also at the funeral because this is also like when I think when she met Harry Connick Jr. and he was like, "We moved so quickly moved past so, the death." Though. Yeah, like, that's what it was. It was like, oh, how I think we find out when because Harry Connick Jr. asked Hillary Dank at the bar, like, "Oh, how did he die?" And she goes, "Brain tumor." And he goes nice I was like, what? what an asshole and it was just that it was oh, okay yeah, oh we're in love now deal yeah and this was only like a week ago i'm trying to think if the book i could be wrong about this but i feel like the book opened on the funeral and then mm-hmm. maybe had like a later flashback to yeah. scenes with i don't remember yeah. but that seems to make more sense but for the movie they did the fight scene and then so we met gerard first yeah i don't know i think and this is a personal connection I have. I don't know if this happened to you, where the way that like love letters, like I get that that's the through line through this, is that he his brain tumor was malignant long enough for him to like come up with this elaborate plan for like birthdays and letters. Um, and I actually, the first time I was ever proposed to, I don't think I've told you this story, was by a guy I met, obviously, through the improv world in New York. And he had gone abroad. Um, he's actually like kind of relatively, I'll, I'll tell you who it is afterwards, but he was like on a reality show on MTV. Wait, who is that? Um, I'll tell you after. Okay. Okay. But he's, yeah. So he, um, he's married now, but, um, he had given me, we were children. We're 23 years old and he was going to go study abroad and get his master's. And so he gave me a stack of envelopes and I had to open them each on a Sunday. (gasps) Romantic. So this is my own personal PS. I love you. And, but then around November things fell apart and, um, and I, we broke up, but I still had this stack. So I just sat down and opened them all. And the last one was like, 
turn around. Like it was like a proposal. And then it was like, turn around. And his no. plan was to be on one knee in my kitchen. Jenna, oh my I God. know. And so at this point we'd already split and I was like, I opened That's all these letters. Dark and twisted. So I was How like, long I, were you together before he went? Oh, probably five or six months. So it wasn't so even not that, that long. long. Yeah, he was we already preparing yes. marriage. This PS I love you style proposal. And so I it was triggering to watch this happen because I was like, what are, what's gonna be in the final letter? Wow, you were the Hillary Swift. Yeah. You Isn't know, that crazy? I was I have no personal experience about <laughs> anyone writing me letters. Although I did used to email with my first like serious boyfriend, I remember. Yeah. He lived in like Philly and I remember we'd email all day long. And, yeah. Um Yeah. But uh I was thinking of Joe Dawson's Creek. Mm-hmm. Do you remember when? Did you watch that show? Oh, not not like. Well, so like the Michelle Williams character, mm-hmm. she's like dying at the end of the show. Wait, and, what? Yeah, she oh. I, she's dead at the end. <laughs> I did not know. But that. I remember she's like in a, she's like filming. <laughs> she doesn't do letters, but she like leaving um, videos for her child. Oh, I think. like clues. It's been a long time, but she leaves like a, no, so the, I remember this scene where they like wheel her out. No. Because <laughs> she, she's in a wheelchair and then, and she like goes in front of a camera and I think Dawson's like filming her and she's like, I want to let you know I love you. And so they're filming like a video for the, her maybe daughter? Yeah. Or a son to watch years from down the road because she's dying. Wow. And I've always been very fascinated actually by the idea of like, if I knew I was dying, like would I leave someone like a time capsule videos yeah like maybe like would you do that to matt like if you're like you have you know here's a year's worth of cakes pre-ordered and flowers and like stuff like that the other thing that bothers me (laughs) is like i feel like it's almost selfish because it's preventing the person of moving on Mm -hmm. right like yeah that's the thing that was bothering me about gerard butler's character i'm like she can't move on because you're making her you're writing her these letters writing her i got you a cake a birthday cake for your 30th yeah so like she can't even every time she's about to move on it's like she's gets another letter yeah and then like later on when she's finally she brings harry connick to her place and then she she, i remember she's in the apartment and she's like oh this is weird i've never been alone in here with another man and i was like well you know Come on. Yeah. Oh, but now's the time. Um, yeah, now then, is the time to be sleeping around. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I know she's only 30, but in the letter, it was like, oh, yeah, get rid of all my clothes and stuff. But I was kind of like, and then she puts on his boxers. This is also. Which we like, saw the box. It was like an opening scene yeah. when he's like singing, right? Like, that has, was when I was attracted to him, Jenna. And I'm not proud well, of that. Thought, yeah. But he was, I don't even know what was. I always found Gerard Butler so disgusting. Yeah. And in that scene, for some reason, as I, even the first time I saw it, I was like, I have no, I do not get this appeal of this man. Cause he was like a big thing for a minute. Yeah. And then that scene, I don't know. I was like falling for him. I think it was when Jen Aniston dated him. It was around then, wasn't mm, it? Yeah. I forgot they dated. They did, did around Bounty Hunter. Didn't they do that yeah, one they together? Did a movie yeah, that's Bounty right. Um, where didn't he like then, lock her in a trunk or something? Yes. Yeah. This is what we're getting. Wow. These are who we're getting. Yeah. yeah. Thank God the, for the women's movement. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I just remember he was in all these movies where, yeah. In The Ugly Truth, he's honestly the biggest asshole to oh. Catherine Heigl's character. Yeah. And I remember thinking, like, this is troublesome that like Catherine Heigl's character is so attracted to this man who's being the biggest dick to her. Yes. That's what, what happened with Harry Connick and Hillary Swank mm-hmm. in this. They're at some Italian restaurant and he he's like yelling at her and saying stuff, something like, I want to be able to like use a woman up and ruin her for other men. And she says nothing. And then she like loves him. I'm like, what the hell is <laughs> like going really on? poor messaging. Yeah, exactly. Like, that was co- what 2007 was though. It, it was. It was like, oh, if a guy's like super mean to you. And possessive, that's love. Do you like when a guy's 
mean mean to you like not uh, not in that way but like uh i don't know what i'm trying to say <laughs> i know what you mean because i do you I, like a guy who's a little bit of a dick like a little feisty you know what i think i may have i like super nice ones now yeah. so i think i don't yeah 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 actually Me too. I, this, I think when you're younger yeah it's like okay whatever but now i'm like you need to be super nice like i do not handle criticism well in my old age <laughs> like i something like i made the popcorn wrong and i was like we're in a fight <laughs> we are fighting now i was like i cannot deal with this you know yeah matt's been sick it's been sick for the past like week you know and i we have so much traveling coming up i'm like oh, i cannot get sick like i can't no. afford it so he's been sleeping in the other room but then he started to feel better and but he it was like three nights he slept in the other room and then like on the fourth night he was like still sleeping in the other room because he's like i'm still sweating a lot mm-hmm. and i was like how dare you yeah. <laughs> I, was <so> <laughs> yes, exactly. I was like so mad at him i was like you better not and he's like but i'm still like not great like i'm not feeling like yeah totally. but i was like could not handle it I yeah. was like, this is not happening totally anyway. i think i need someone who's like excessively nice yeah 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 and you know matt soft and not to keep talking about him but he's soft and he used to be more mean mm-hmm. like he not mean to me like sassy he was more yeah i don't want people to think he was like mean to me but he used to be more um i don't know no nonsense i'd mm-hmm. say yeah not like a mean person, but he was no nonsense. Yeah. I remember one of our first dates, like this guy, we were, we were out and like some guy that knew us came up to him to say hello. And Matt was wearing like a hat at the time. It wasn't like a fancy place. It was like, we were out for drinks or something. Yeah. And the guy like went to grab Matt's hat. He's like, Oh, let me see it. And Matt's like, don't touch my hat. Cause he, we were on a new date and his, he didn't have his hair done. Yeah. So he like didn't want someone to rip his hat off. Yeah. And the guy like did it again. Uh-huh. And Matt just like ripped his, like no. grabbed his shirt collar and just ripped it, yeah, the, like ripped serious. the, I swear to God. And it was literally like the biggest turn on my face. <laughs> You're like, that's amazing. Like, he just and here we are. The collar, all like, these years later. The and I was like, oh my God. It was like, so, and I think at the time I was like, oh, I can't believe you did that. But then I was like really thinking in my head, like, oh, okay. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah. This guy will protect me. If so, yeah. That is amazing. But the guy had it coming. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He totally yeah. did. Like the movie Chicago. He had it coming. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they should just start that up in the it back. Had it coming. I feel like I was in a phase with that with my last my last relationship where I was like, that'd be so cool if you got in a bar fight to protect my honor. I think I just right. wanted more for him to protect my honor. Where do you honor. stand on... I have a question for you. So this is something that has come up on The Housewives where uh, one of the housewives hates another housewife, but the husband is getting along with them. Oh. And the housewife says, well, if I hate the person, you need to hate the person too, because we're married. Mm. They were married. Mm. So do you think your spouse, if they hate someone, should you hate someone? Oh, you know, I almost think it would be not full hate, but like understanding and allegiance. Right. Where it's like, if you don't want to be with them, I'll, we don't have to. Right. But I wouldn't be like, no, let's do it. Let's go hang out with them. I know you hate them. Right. But I don't think I could ask someone to actively hate. I would just do it like really insidiously. and just plant clues mm-hmm. and be like <laughs> they talk shit about you and, and like, i kind of <laughs> think it's like that with friends too where it's like if my friend like if you were to be like i hate oh uh, joe schmo yeah i'd be like okay i'm gonna hate them too like you just have to kind of go along with it not yes. hate is i shouldn't use that word but yeah yeah that happened to me recently actually it was around my birthday and this was i, I won't rat this person out but it was like a medical professional that i know oh my god his fiance was a total biatch to me like in a weird way socially where like girls are weird but i'm like i don't want that i don't want your boyfriend mm-hmm. you know but like some girls oh, are she weird thought you were like yeah and i was like no yeah you're not interested no i'm not interested but some people are you know so, like to go out of their way to be rude and i was like we are adults that's so bizarre so they wanted us to dog sit and i said no because <laughs> 
So I was like, no, your girlfriend's a, not nice to I me. I am not dog sitting. <laughs> I draw the line. Exactly. But it was one of those things where I was like, I need you guys to understand why we're not going to dog sit because, you know, so yeah, I get it. Right. But does that happen a lot in like the housewife world? No, normally I think the spouses have allegiance, mm-hmm. but uh, there's just this one particular situation on the Real Houses of Atlanta where this woman, mm-hmm. Kenya, her husband has sort of made friends with her arch nemesis and he's kind of a dick anyway, the husband, but he's very much a dick. Yeah. But yeah, I think she's mad. She's like, well, why you're my husband? Like you, if I tell you I'm not getting along with someone like you shouldn't be getting along with them either. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so this move back to this movie. So these seasons pass and, uh, each season, there's like a new message filled with like encouragement and it sort of sends Hilary Swank's character on like these little adventures. Mm-hmm. And then she goes to Ireland, right? And that's where she has like another love affair, I think. It was, it was hard. That was the Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Who I thought was Javier Bardem for a while. <laughs> I was like, wow, cool. <laughs> Jeffrey He's- Dean Morgan had like a weird career for a, after that Grey's Anatomy. Like around the Grey's Anatomy time, they were like hiring for anything. Yes. And he was in all these movies inexplicably. And no offense to him, he's great, but he's not like a movie star, but they were putting him in movies. Mm-hmm. That happens a lot. On odd time. Yeah. They were testing him out. It was like, well, he did well in Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. I also love the the rowboat scene. The, this one where, of course, they end up, there's like weird physical comedy. They lose the oars, whatever. And then it's that like weird, like 30 something girl who's single. And then in about 30 second span, Gina Gershon announces that she's pregnant, and then Lisa announces that she's engaged. And I was like, that's so funny. Yeah. You know, because then she has to, you know, be like, oh, what about me? It's like, dude, you're a widow. Come on. Yeah. Like, let them have this. Yeah, let them have let Lisa could just been thirsty for dick the whole movie. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> let her get some. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever happened to Gina? What's Gina Gershon up to? I don't know, actually. I'll have to look it up. Huh. Yeah. She's great. But yeah. again, none of them are 30. Which is, no, they're all I'm all about like, like no, yeah. <laughs> it's like, this is a weird thing too, is like the whole fountain of youth. I'm like, no, let's be 50. Let's just be like, kind of like, um, book club, obviously our favorite movie. Yeah. And then have you seen that other old people rom-com, Our Souls at Night? No, about what's this? That? Oh, Jane Fonda, Robert Redford. They both oh, are. Oh, you tell me about this. Yeah. Oh, it's so I good. They're like it. 90 years old and like <laughs> they agree, they make an agreement because they're neighbors and they're both widowed. They're just going to sleep in bed next to each other. Oh, it's so romantic. I love that. It's really sweet. And like, they're not trying to be 50. They're not trying to be anything. They're not. They're like, we're going to die soon. And those two people uh, will be on their deathbed and they'll still be hot. Like Robert Redford and Jane Fonda are both gorgeous. Really hot. And they're friends in real life. So it's really nice. We should do that one too. You know what I really want to do? Have you seen how Jane Fonda does the protests and gets arrested with celebrities? Yes. I want to be one of them. Yes. Yes. I really want to like be... Uh, protesting with Jane Fonda. Yeah. I feel like what a moment that would be. Mm-hmm. I'd be proud of that mugshot. Absolutely. And Ted Danson does Like everyone's doing it. Ted Danson, by the way, mm-hmm. still sexy, right? He's so hot. Has he gotten hotter now? Yes. Okay. I I agree. Because I just saw him on something and I was like, oh, on Curb Your Enthusiasm. Do mm-hmm. you watch that? Mm-hmm. He, he's doing it for me with that white hair. I'm not sure why. Yeah. He's so cool. Too. He's like he's tall, kind of timeless. handsome, timeless. He's on yeah. the good, the good place. Have you watched that? You no, know, I watched the first season of it. Yeah, and I enjoyed it, but I, I didn't purposely like quit watching. I just yeah. stopped. There's watching. so much content. There's so. I much need to watch Dawson's Creek. I had no idea that Michelle you Williams should, died I feel at like the end. You just binged, didn't you? Just I know I spoiled the spoiler. No, that's okay. I'm fine with it. People are going to get mad at me if they've never seen Dawson's. Creek. We had time. In your defense, I've <laughs> yeah. had plenty but of people, time. Yeah, people yell at me sometimes about like spoilers on yeah. the podcast, and it's like, well, if it's that old, anyway. Um, 
you just binge gossip girl, didn't you? Yes, I just binge gossip girl so hard. I, I feel like it. you would like Dawson's Creek. It's, I, I mean, not I to say that it's the same as uh, Gossip Girl, but it's still that like same kind of era. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. I like that. Those like soapy teen dramas. And you got to see uh, Katie Holmes before she was hypnotized. Oh yeah, that's by right. The Scientologist. Yeah, I know. Is she still acting? She is acting, and she's okay. in the movie The Secret. The, you know, they're, oh, the they're going to be movie. doing, I, I don't know if I think it's out yet, but they're doing a, a movie based on The Secret. Oh, wild. And she's the star, one of the stars of it. Yeah. And I once saw her sort of recently at the Arclight, a mm-hmm. movie theater here, and it took everything in me not to go talk to her. Cause like, yes. don't you want to know about like what's going on with Tom Cruise? Like, I, I'm so curious about that whole life. Like, what happened? Katie's never told her story about it. Ever. And I've, I do read too that he hasn't seen Surrey in like eight years. It's crazy. Like, but I believe it. Like, I would believe it. I believe it, it too. Because he's like churning out these weird movies. And he's you- motorcycling. <laughs> he's always motorcycling. He's always motorcycling. Yeah, doing, always. always doing that work. <laughs> uh, also, he like prevented Nicole from seeing their kids. Like she hasn't, she's like uh, implied interviews. She's also not really talked about the situation. Yeah. But she has implied that she doesn't really see the kids that she adopted with Tom. Mm-hmm. I have intel on that. What is confirmed. It? Can you tell me? Yeah, confirmed. Just, yeah, That's yeah, yeah. fucked yeah. up. Yeah. Confirmed like, intel. What's going on? Where like, are they? Where are they oh, now? I think like one of them, the girl, um, isn't Isabel and Connor? Yeah. Yeah. Like they're remarried and like old. They're like old enough. They're 50. They started their own lives. <laughs> like how bizarro. It's all crazy. It's and all crazy. And Katie Holmes, when I saw her at the movie theater, she was with a gay that I recognized. Okay. And I'm so, I look back and I'm like, what, what, what was I doing? Why didn't I go? Yeah. Say hello and mm-hmm. and strike up a conversation. And ask him to lunch. <laughs> yeah, and then copy on the podcast. She's from Ohio too, which oh, I could have been like, yeah. "Oh, I'm from Ohio too." Yeah, I loved you in Dawson's Creek, but I there's I heard the stories she must have. I know. I bet she's sweet. I bet if you met her, she would be really nice. She seems like that. Yeah, like a nice, sweet person. I'm so fascinated by all the science. Did you watch the Leah Remini show? No. Oh my I god! I need to watch the Going watch Clear. It. Yeah, yeah. You should watch. I'm not really into that kind of stuff. I'm gonna watch it tonight. Actually, it's good. It's crazy. Because you're right. Like, I wonder when we're gonna get it. If she has some sort of NDA that expires, because Tom's older, afraid. he's gonna die first, right? I think she's afraid of Scientology because 100%. from what they say, it's like crazy stuff. Where they they stalk you, they stalk you and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you, you never did any like those meetings or anything no. when you moved to LA? I have no. friends who like told me they went into those meetings. Yeah. Like to become a Scientologist. Oh, that seems crazy. Yeah. Um. What are we I wouldn't want to do that. Oh yeah, P.S. I love you. Oh yeah, I think too. This was another thing with this movie where I was trying to decide even if I liked any of the leading guys. I think we had a plethora of them in here. We had Jeffrey Dean Morgan. We had Harry Connick, who was a t- terrible person, and takes her to Yankee Stadium for some reason, and they have their first kiss. Weird. Yeah, and then was... Gerard, even though he's d- dead, I was like, even in the afterlife. So who would you most want to be with? Oh, I think Jeffrey Dean Morgan. And then at the end, that's who they leave it with at the end. But this was also problematic because she sleeps with him, right? In Ireland. And then at the very end, she runs into him at like some, he's like hauling manure at some farm. And then <laughs> Kathy Bates is there. Time. Exactly. And then his dad shows up. And then the parents have a meet cute. There's sparks. Right. And I'm like, wait, but the kids already hooked up. So who up. are we rooting for? Yeah. I was like, you guys can't both all hook up. Yeah. So there was like a weird incestuous, like, no, you guys, you can't do this. And I'm just thinking about Kathy Bates right now. Like, she really takes any role. Like, she really, mm-hmm. like, I, she will really take on any role. And God bless her, she's working. She's got to earn that paycheck. Yeah. But it, it does feel like occasionally I'm thinking, Kathy, like, maybe let's take a breather, like, get a good role. Yeah. But maybe there's no one writing for her. Yeah. I don't know. We could. We could. We could I would easily write, write something. I know Ryan Murphy's writing for Kathy Bates, but okay. like I want her to also be like, sometimes I feel with these older actresses who I love and worship, mm-hmm. I feel like it sucks because 
yes, now with Ryan Murphy, they are getting work, mm-hmm. but I wish there was like another voice that was giving them work. Does yeah, that make sense? Definitely. Because like, I don't want Kathy Bates or or Jessica Lang to like just have to do American Horror Story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like, want them to have other options. Yeah, exactly. Like more book clubs. Yeah. First Wives Club. Oh, do you see that? That they're, <sighs> they're reuniting? reuniting. Oh my God, Finally. Jenna, I'm so I feel like excited. we've been willing this into existence I know. We've been just for praying years. for it. Yeah. I'm a little bit worried because they did a few years ago announce like they were doing a Netflix thing That's and then right. that fell through. So like I'll be satisfied like once I see a preview for this film. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm still optimistic. And to make sure that it's the integrity is preserved. Right. You know? We need them. I mean, they have such iconic chemistry. Yeah, definitely. And we need we need them together. Yeah. I think Diane Keaton's Instagram is the funniest. Oh God, all so caps. Her caps lock is on. Weren't we texting about her post about Keanu Reeves? Yes. Yeah. yeah. She's like, Keanu. I she was posted, like, oh my God, yes. She posted like a murder scene from John Wick. And she's mm-hmm. like, Keanu. I'm like, that's great. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she's, she's trolling Keanu Reeves. I like, love it. Who knew we would see the day I know. when this was happening? I still stand by that. I think she should have ended up with. Keanu Reeves and something that's got to give. Mm-hmm. I think they were the better match. Like Jack Nicholson, speaking of characters who are mean, like he was an asshole yeah. to her. And a womanizer. And I know they had a little bit of chemistry, but it's like Keanu Reeves was like so sweet. He was hot. Yeah. And it's like. There was no flaws. There was no meanness. Yeah. It's it's like in the notebook too. Like the older I get, I'm like, she should have picked James Marsden. Oh, right. You know, like right. she just fought with Ryan Gosling the whole time. And then, did you read too that they were like enemies on set? James Marsden? Oh, no, um, Ryan Gosling and Rachel McAdams. Like, oh, it got so bad they like wouldn't film the scenes but together. But then they dated afterwards. Exactly. That's so. I know. I wouldn't want the information. Like, angry. I know. Well, you know, I just read Jessica Simpson's book, and she said oh, yeah. she there was a sex scene. They wanted her for the Notebook, but she wouldn't do it because there were, the guy she was dating didn't want her to do a sex scene. <gasps> I think it was Tony Roma, maybe. Oh, I'm not sure. Okay. Um, but that was yeah. a hot sex scene, though. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Ryan Gosling does nothing for me. Mm-hmm. I know yeah. people like love him, but I'm like, eh, yeah, he's fine. Yeah. Um, but fine. James Marsden, you know, he does something for me. <sighs> me too. Yeah. Even now. I know. He, I, know. I, the other day I Googled him and, cause I was like, what's going on? But he's married with children. Huh. Oh no. Who I saw in the wild, John Hamm. Oh, what did you think at a concert? Him? He's really, he's way taller than I thought. Oh, interesting. I don't know why I thought he was a mini. I just assume they're all short. Yeah, here. you assume they're short. Yeah, but then he's like 6'2". Oh, wow. And I was like, what? Really fine. He doesn't normally do anything for me either, yeah. to be honest with you. But um, James Marsden, I mean, even in the Sonic movie, I'm like, I gotta go see Sonic the Hedgehog. You gotta go do it. it. Oh, yeah. When's that coming out? <laughs> it's out already. It is? Yeah. Okay. Um, but I haven't seen it. But John yeah. Hamm, I... I don't really think I don't get the appeal other than I know it's like he's got a big dick, mm-hmm. like which everyone oh, knows. That's, oh, yeah, that's a rumor. Yeah, because yeah. there's always like footage of him online. <laughs> he, does, he doesn't wear underwear. So it's like oh, there's doesn't. like tons of pictures. Sweatpants outside lessons. And people like literally yeah. ask him about it in interviews because and he's like, I just don't like underwear. I don't know. It's um, so funny. <laughs> yeah. So everyone's seen his dick through the pants. Yeah. Also, what do you feel about this? Channing is back with Jesse J. Oh, okay. So, you know, I love Channing Tatum. Oh, yeah. Same. We both do. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I want him to be happy. I feel like Channing, I've said this, I always say this, like he's got demons. I feel like mm-hmm. he's got demons. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I think he deals with like maybe some anxiety and depression, which he's sort of touched upon a little bit, but he never really fully got into the depth of it. Yeah. And I just want, I want him to be settled with someone good and happy. I feel like he's a nice, joyful person. And so mm-hmm. Jesse seems low drama to yeah. me, doesn't she? Yeah. Yeah. She has her act together. She, so know? I kind of like that. Mm-hmm. But they don't seem to match it. Like, I don't see any chemistry between them. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. He seems like 
I mean, he loves, he wears camouflage on his days off. <laughs> He's a simple man. He's a simple man. He, I know he likes like, motorbikes and ATVs and stuff. And it's like, maybe you should just be like, with a civilian like me, Channing, if you're listening. I know, Jenna, I, I'll go camping with you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or Danny. I have a fishing license, so text me. I was just telling someone, like <laughs> a stranger who I just met, I was like at the grocery store or something. Like, yeah. We were talking and I was started talking about Channing Tatum, how I, how I like, like his freckles and his big ears. Yeah. And it's like, I what a creep, first of all, that I'm just like talking to strangers about like Channing's shoulder freckles. Yes. <laughs> That's what I was like. Literally, I was like, he's got these really cute freckles that yeah. I like am really attracted to. And it's like this woman was just like, what do you do? Who is the, what are yeah. you talking about? Was he on a magazine? Was it like in a check? No, it was where? like, there was a TV on and they were talking. Hmm. I don't think they were talking about Jesse J, but they were, um, it wasn't at a grocery store. It was at uh, the DMV waiting room. So it was, oh. or not the DMV waiting, the, um, Honda dealership waiting room. Oh, okay. Okay. It wasn't a grocery store. But so we, they had a TV in the waiting room and Channing came out. And so I, I don't know, we were chatting this one night and I was talking about how I love Channing's got big ears that I love. Yeah. I like that on a man in general. And then I also really like shoulder freckles, mm-hmm. which is like a weird. Yeah. He's been outside. What are your gardening. weird? Do you have weird like uh, physical things yeah. that you're, well, aren't I like traditional? When he's like sort of out of like his normal body when he's out of shape. I yeah. like a little bit of a belly. I also, I need the shoulders to be wider than the waist. Which surprised Gerard Butler, narrow shoulders. Interesting. His shoulders and his butt are the same width. Wow. Watch. Yeah. So I don't like that. I like the Dorito. He has to look an upside down Dorito. Okay. Um, and then, I mean, I'm not a height queen, you know, I'm five feet tall myself. So I'm, I'm kind of, you know. What do you make of uh, a gap in the tooth? Oh, I'm cool with it. I like it too. Yeah. 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 Like, and, and, you know, even I'm not attracted to women, but Madonna, or I'm trying to mm-hmm. think of who else. Has the little gap in the yeah. tooth. When I see it on a guy, I'm like really into it. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Like a jack-o'-lantern. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm so That's into exactly it. exactly right. Yeah. Like Which, speaking jack-o'-lantern. of jack-o'lantern, we need to figure out a Halloween film. But we let's, uh, back to this movie. Yeah. Is there anything <laughs> else? To, yes, I love it. <laughs> we keep getting so off track. That's what this show is. <laughs> is. Uh, is there anything else that we need to cover for this movie that you want to make sure you get out? Oh, yeah. Oh, actually, you're right. I brought, I yeah, get out your notes. notes. I'm so sorry. I no, get out notes. your notes. Um, oh yeah, so we talked. I didn't about- take notes for this because I trust that you. Um, oh yeah, I took oh we got it. Can we talk about the sister for a minute? Yes. Oh, so the sister yes. character is so much more developed in the book. Like the sister character is so strange to me in the movie. Yes, she shows up and she had an Australian accent at first. They all she- the accents come and go. Yeah, they're all over the place. And so yeah, she comes back. Um, yeah, what was your take in the book? Because I couldn't really get a read on it. Well, her. so I just like the sister in the book. And the sister, from what I recall, it's been so long since I read the book, so forgive me. But from what I recall, she was a much bigger character in the book. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so the movie, she just feels off. Mm-hmm. You know, they wrote a second book. The oh. author wrote a sequel book. And they just announced a few weeks ago that they're filming the sequel. And so the idea is people online, the PS I love you hive. Yeah. <laughs> they're like wondering, like, because it's a sequel book, like, are they doing the sequel movie? Cause the announcement was sort of left it vague. It said like, we're, they're doing a PS I love you sequel. Huh. And the movie was a big success. I looked it up. They made $156 million worldwide on a $30 million budget. Whoa. So it was surprisingly a big success, even though I don't recall it being a success. Like it doesn't, it doesn't sound like it, or it, when I recall that time, like, and I follow box office numbers like yes. religiously. Yeah. I don't remember this being a success, but uh, allegedly it was. Cool. And so they're doing this movie based on the second book. And the mm. hive is wondering if. They're going to be using Hillary Swank again. Will yeah. Gerard Butler be back in ghost form? That's and it's right. about podcasts. Like she's like podcasting or something. Oh, that's so, so is, funny. Is he going to be like, I've I've recorded your podcasts? Yes, <laughs> I, I knew this would be a technology years from now. The radio waves. 
Um, our oh, accents yeah. are oh, terrible. So these were the problematic things I wanted to bring up. So she still has her wedding ring on when she when not Javier Bardem is inside her. And also we find out that they're like best friends. Yeah. Jeffrey Dean Morgan was BFFs with him. So I was like, that's weird. And why, do, why wasn't that known? Yeah. And also I wrote down like, who owns this bar? It's, I don't know who owns this Irish pub. I really want to know. Um, oh, and there's that scene where um, the four straight ladies, they all wait, go to the I, gay well, club. Can we go back? I know we'll go to the gay club, but wait, yeah. going back to the wedding ring thing, yeah. what do you think is a standard thing about your, your husband dies? Yes. What do you do with the, when do you take it off? Or do you think it's, what do you think? I think I would, I would wear it through the ceremonies. And then I think there'd be a moment where I would be like, what do you want to do? Dramatically Do you go take right off? hand? Oh. Because like, I think I would feel, and maybe this is just me because everyone, you know, widows, the widow hive probably has their own sure. take on it. The I think I would like change it to a different hand perhaps if I was looking to move forward and mm-hmm, mm-hmm, be open mm-hmm. to love. That's just me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because I got divorced and then I, I didn't keep wearing the rings. When did you take the ring off when you got divorced? Right, right away? after. Yeah. yeah, right away. Did you do like a first web club style where you put in the champagne glass and cheers and yes. sang You Don't Own Me? Yes. Great. You don't know. I think if I lost a widow or <laughs> whatever, <laughs> if I was widowed, I think I would wear it around my neck. Like as yeah. a necklace. Yeah. Like a different way Although of Although I don't like it. neck jewelry. Oh. Um, so maybe that I'd have to rethink that. I can't wait to watch this sequel when it comes out and see what they're going to do. Um. Oh yeah. Also, there was um the sequel. I but do you think they'll use the same cast for the sequel? That's what I'm so confused. You know, in the book Let's too, like the up. characters, like the Gina Gershon, the Lisa Kudrow, those all the characters were so much more fleshed out in the book. And obviously, mm-hmm. like in a book, you have more time, mm-hmm. but it really felt more to me reading it like an ensemble, whereas the movie just feels like it's Hillary Swank's story. Which, whatever. Yeah, and so she. In the early scene when they're fighting, lights up. And she's, of course, just in her bra, because that's how it works. Sure. Um, Which one of the reviews, I looked up reviews for this movie, and one of the reviews was like, the only thing for men watching this movie is Hillary Swink in her underwear. Yeah. And that was a whole review. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Because I was like, this is not necessary for her to just be in a bra, but that's fine. Um, But so she's a real estate agent, doesn't want to do it anymore. And then at the Towards the end of the movie, she starts designing shoes and then manufactures them one-offs. Sure. And I was like, wait, what? You know? But I like that they glossed over that. It's always so easy in these movies to just pivot a career into, like, entertainment or yeah. sales. Or fashion design. Fashion design. Yeah. And then... Remember in the movie, my um, uh, Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead, mm-hmm. where she just becomes a fashion designer yes. and she's like, they let her take over the whole line. Yeah. They're, they're like, like, here you go. And then she just throws a fashion show. In the summer months, like it all takes place over the course. Of oh my gosh! The, the course of one summer. Yeah, it is that easy though in this yeah. world. Um, oh yeah, I, I don't understand most of the dialogue, but I think that's just the, the accents. Oh yeah, let's talk about the club scene because that was a okay, major setup club. for like two minutes. Yeah, yeah. So there's, there's this huge line of men trying to get into this club in the meatpacking district, and then these four women show up. Hillary Swank, it's her birthday, right? She has a crown on. Yeah, and then. They just get in. They're like, she's the princess of Finland. I have a confession to make, yes. Jenna. So I only watched <laughs> the first 20 minutes of this. Good. No, I'm, I'm glad I've you've... seen it before. Yes. But it's been probably since 2007. So as and you're telling long. me this, I like, and it's all coming back to me now, yeah. Celine Dion style, yes. but it's not something that's fresh. <laughs> yeah. And I had never seen it. So I was, I was like taking detail notes, being like, why well, I missed this. I at- felt like I had to come clean. Yeah. Oh no. I'm no. I and I, totally I put it on that. last night, and then twenty minutes, and I was tired. Yeah. And probably everyone listening to is like remembers stuff. Yeah. We were. Um. 
Oh, yeah. So go back to the gay club. Oh, yeah. So I think it it was just funny when they're in there. It was kind of like the Abbey, you know, and they just they talk to her colorist and just for two seconds, they commiserate and then it's gone. And we're out of the next scene. Yeah. Next scene. And it was weird, too. Can we talk about Kathy Bates's character also? Because well, now knowing this, like throughout the movie, she seems to like really be mad. She's like really anti Jerry the whole time. Also, do they name him that because his real name is Gerard Butler? No, no. The name was Jerry in the book. And actually, oh, I, I oh, have wow. the Wikipedia page up in front of me. And I just have to shout this out real quick. So the major difference between the novel and the film adaptation is in the novel, the main characters, Holly and Jerry, are both Irish. In oh. the film, only Jerry is Irish. Which, that makes me think, like, what, do they just want them to live in New York? Like, did they not trust Hillary Swank to do an Irish accent? Because quite frankly, I think her Irish accent would have been better than the American thing she was doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is so funny. That's very interesting. And also in the book, this is from the Wikipedia page, the letters arrive all in a package together and Holly's expected to open them once a month. In the movies, they're delivered by mail. Oh, like in my botched proposal where I have the control. So you would have had, yeah. So this was your story. Because then she she could have opened them all at one time, which would have been great. Mm, I just think it's so, yeah, it's so, um, it is such an interesting thing. You know, if you do become terminally ill i feel like uh, the film was critically panned (laughs) the wikipedia page says with criticism being directed at swing's performance who was considered miscast see that's what i thought too yeah and emotionally manipulative writing oh you know sometimes we need emotionally manipulative writing yeah because people are emotionally manipulative i think that just harry connick jr it was so hardcore yeah, he was like a dirtbag. Like I'm a big fan, though. We I'm, should do Hope Floats, maybe. I love Hope Floats. Yeah, me too. Oh my god, I'm just reading this. I'm reading these reviews now. Forgive yeah. me, I, mean, I have to say. Yes, uh, yes, yes. Irish reviewers were particularly critical of Butler's Irish accent. Butler later jokingly apologized for his poor effort in an Irish accent. <laughs> <laughs> he had to publicly apologize. And he's Sent out a Scottish. So, I, I mean, to the... You know, Scottish hive out there. Like, there's not that much of a difference. He should have had a dialect coach. I know. Right? I've like, written your letters. I was like, that's really what he sounded like. Yeah. And, <laughs> and the- Hillary Swank won a People's Choice. Oh, no, no. It was, <laughs> I thought she won a People's Choice Award, but she- Hillary Swank won the 2008 People's Choice Irish Film and Television Award for Best International Actress. Yeah. Wow. 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 Also, dialogue between Connick's. And Swank's character was inspired by Reva McIntyre's 2011 single, Somebody's Chelsea. What? What? This Wikipedia page is wild. <laughs> this lo- is crazy. This is crazier than the film. Wow. By Reba McIntyre's song inspired an entire storyline. Also, line. the poster is just Gerard Butler, like Hillary Swank sleeping with or like laying down with her eyes open and, and Gerard Butler's just like looking at her. Oh, gazing Very, over. A little creepy. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's the scene I sent, the picture I sent you, the bracelets. Are in the in the poster. Oh yeah, look at all the bracelets on the yeah. poster. A lot of bracelet up. work. You know, I remember I worked at a bookstore throughout high school and mm-hmm. a little bit in Which college. One? Borders. <gasps> I love Borders. Truly, like my best. Time. Oh, like I loved it. I because you've got Mail's my number one movie, and there's bookstore stuff, and so I always like wanted to work at a bookstore. So I do it seasonally throughout mm-hmm. high school and college, and it was so like cozy and wonderful. Yeah. But anyway, I remember when the movies come out, they always change the book covers, mm. and so like when. This was a hugely popular book, yeah. and they changed it to this cover of Gerard and Hillary when the movie was coming out. And yeah. it's like, that's always one of the darkest things to me is when uh, this book, which is like an artistic piece of someone's story, and like mm-hmm. they put all this time and effort, and then they just like 
totally uh, put a movie poster of like a botched movie version of it on the cover. And it's like, who wants that cover? Like I would always, I always want like the original cover. Yeah. That was designed by like a book designer. I don't know. Yeah. Does that make sense? It don't, it makes total sense. Yeah. Yeah. I hate when they do that though. When it's like the, the book, the movie sucks. The version, the book is good. The book is great. Yeah. The book of PS. I love you. though is a little bit fluff. Mm -hmm. I think the only one I would be okay with that is, is Jurassic Park. Mm, I'd be like, oh yeah, give me gold bloom. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'd be down with that. Did I just hear Laura's coming back for the next one? Yes. They're actually, they're the original trio. Goldblum, Sam Neill, and Laura Dern are shooting Jurassic Park. It's what we need. I know. I'm so excited. It's what we need. Yeah. Um, Okay, wait. Did I interrupt you? Anything else? Did I interrupt you? No, I think think that's it. I mean, it was... It's always fun to watch these. Anything from that time of life, because... It was a more innocent time. I think I had just graduated college. Yeah. Yeah, So movies. In our lives. Yeah. Yeah. Where you're young and you're just like, okay, this is love. I know. You know? And then as a jaded, you know. Don't you wish you could go back when you were not jaded? Like I always think I would love to just spend like one week in my college years or something where my only worry was like, where am I going to go out to drink on a Friday night? Like that was all I was thinking about. Yeah. What sandwich do I want? Yeah. You know? And now it's like, oh gosh. I was also a repressed in the closet homosexual, but yeah. <laughs> other than that part. Other than that, yeah, exactly. It was a pretty great time. Other than that, it was a pretty easy yeah. time. But I wasn't, you know, we weren't thinking about like the world's coronavirus taking us all over or like yeah. that kind of shit. Yeah. How do you feel about spring break in general? Because I you were going like, to say, how do you feel about the coronavirus? <laughs> the coronavirus. Let's take Don't feel good about place. it. Yeah. Little concern. Like, I think that's, I wish that was a thing though. Spring during, break. Like, adult spring break. Oh, I know. Like I wish it was mandatory. Have you heard of these adult summer camps that are going on what? now? They're like these adult summer camps and they're doing a Bravo show about it <gasps> because they're a big deal. And I remember a couple of years ago, some friends, we like looked into going because you can go for just like a week and they they have counselors and they it's run like a summer camp, but there's drink, there's booze and you can, you know, it's, awesome. it's an adult summer camp and it looks so much fun. Uh, they have them a lot now. They're like all over the place. I don't think around here there's anything super, maybe there's yeah. one California one, but yeah, there's a lot going on and now they're popular and there's even going to be a TV show about them, but I'm so fascinated by it mm-hmm. and spring break too. I wish we could go back. Yeah. Because going on a cruise is fun too, but it's nice just to be at camp because that's such an innocent time and there's a lake, you can lake swim. Mm-hmm. You know, I grew up going to summer we camp. We should go for research. Let's do it. Let's do just a week. A remote pod. They Bring have them. I know. We'll do it. That sound, that would be so fun. Be I so really fun. did look into it with Jill. Yeah. You know, Jill. And we yeah. were going to book it and then something happened and I don't know. We had to cancel, but. Yeah. Uh, and her bachelorette is soon, right? Yes. Is it? Yeah. I wish it was at a camp council. Oh, thing. that'd be so fun. Um. Anyway. Well, I'm excited to watch the sequel. We'll have to do a follow up, you yeah, know, when the, the sequel is released. I'm yes. so curious Everyone if they'll stay tuned. rehire Let's all go watch it. Swank. Yeah. And What's if, happening? You're right. If Gerard recorded, laid down his tracks before death. <laughs> I know, but also, how would Gerard? So, like, if they brought Gerard back, he looks totally different, but he's, she would remember him how he was in 2007. So, like, he yeah. wouldn't be able to film the sequel because he looks like a completely different man. Yeah. Well, I guess they did set up other leading men that they could kill off. So they could easily kill off Harry Connick Jr. Who's been secretly podcasting from the deep South. What if my podcast just goes on forever? Like (laughs) like in 80 years after I pass, it's just like there's new episodes coming out because I like banked them. Yeah. You just banked them. (laughs) I just banked episodes about housewives where it's just like, I'm talking about, I don't know, Vanderpump rules. Exactly. (laughs) I'm deceased, but you're still getting like recaps of shows. 
Is Ashley Simpson still alive? Well, okay, here we go. Like, it's, it's, I'm going to do a whole hour on Jessica Simpson. Yes. I'm no longer with you, but here's this episode. I think that would be amazing. Find me. That's your uh, legacy. It'll be my Patreon. Yeah. Like, my, if you subscribe to my Patreon, you'll just get episodes after death. Yeah, my That's impact. dark, but yeah. I uh, hope to never die. Yes, same. <laughs> but just in case, yeah. I'll bang some episodes. Oh. You know, you can do... Wait, this is going to sound dark. I'll wrap, we'll That's wrap okay. this up with this. But... I did maybe do this thing where there's an email service called Boomerang. I think it's through oh. Gmail or something where you can like send people this. I don't even know if I should tell this story because I sound like crazy. Oh, I have a crazy thing to add then to about okay. the letter guy. Well, I like yeah. literally, I have, <laughs> may or may not have like set up emails to send Matt like in the future. I don't think I have oh. any current ones set up, but like years ago, I like sat, <laughs> I sound nuts where I like had an email sent to him on like a Valentine's Day in the future or something like that. Oh, that's sweet. It's crazy though. But what if we were to like not be together and then he just were to get an email that was like, Hey, love you. Or it's like a jib jab of you like <laughs> dancing around like in a cupid. Oh, dark. But they do that yeah. where you could send future emails. You could like yeah. set it. I, I'm sure on every email service you could do it now, but yeah. there was a service called Boomerang. I yeah. think. I think that was what it Yeah. And you could send an email in the future. That's so funny. I'm going to send you one. Yeah. In the future. Please do. Um, okay. So the guy who sent me all those like proposal letters, he, before we broke up, he also, my dream was to have a star named after me. So he bought me a star uh, and like I got the little tin from NASA, but it had his last name. Uh, so there's a star somewhere in the galaxy with Jenna and then not my last name, even though I have the coordinates, I would like have to call NASA and be like, look, can I get my last name changed on my star? Isn't that wow. bizarro? Wow. This guy had so much forethought and like none of the follow up. Wow. I think... I wonder Pretty how romantic. you'd even go about changing the name. I know. If they would allow that. Yeah, I just found it. Again, I have the certificate, but I was like, oh, great. I have this bastard and, star. And like, what if you even were to marry him and like, you don't want to take his name? Exactly. Like, not every woman has to take a man's name. Yeah, I didn't Good. before. You didn't take the no. name when you were married? No. no. Good. Yeah. Good for you. Shana. Yeah. I might yeah. one day, if it was a really cool one, you know? Yeah. Like, Rocketeer or something. <laughs> no. Rocketeer. Rocketeer. I would love that. Like if it was cool, I would yeah. totally take it. But I feel if like not, you're like, secreting right. that into existence. So yes. like you're going to meet a man and he's going to be like, I'm Joe Rocketeer. Rocketeer. And like, you're going to have this light bulb. I do. Yes. I'm, I'm going to sure buy you a star. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jenna, this was so this fun. Is so I'm fun. so glad Great we got to get together. To no, I think it was both of our ideas. Yeah. So it wasn't just me. I love it. Little Valentine's, little. Ireland, yeah. a little St. Pat's. It's all, all And together. if we can align our schedules, maybe we'll do something in the summertime or yes. uh, Halloween or something. We'll figure something out. Yeah. Um, because I love doing this and I hope people enjoyed listening. Jenna, where can people find you on social media? Oh, yeah. I'm at Instagram at Jenna.Brister and Twitter, which I never tweet, but I retweet a lot of really fun stuff. So like I'm on there too. So check it out. Yeah. So check it out. Um, you can find me on social media at Danny Pellegrino on Twitter and Instagram. Instagram, we also have an Instagram account, yes. a very merry iconic podcast. Mm-hmm. Follow that if you want. And we'll put updates there if we end up doing more episodes, which hopefully yeah. we want to. It's just we're, we're busy, but yeah. we're, we're going to try. And you're on tour. Woo. I'm on tour. Yes. Yes. Uh, and so check the dates. Yeah. They're all unavailable now they're all sold out <laughs> all sold yeah out. but there will be some i think by the end of the year so you can just follow me on social media at danny pilgrim yeah. and that's all p.s i love you p.s we love you p.s we love you <laughs> <laughs> love you guys bye one for mom and one for me hey beautiful Ulta Beauty invites you to see the joy this holiday season with top gifts for everyone on your list, including you. Discover great last-minute gifts, 
like mini eyeshadow palettes from Juvia's Place, fragrance sets from Clinique, gift cards, and more. Shop in store, online, or try curbside pickup today. Alta Beauty. The possibilities are beautiful. 